Fargo. Mm-hmm. I almost said Fargo. It's okay. Different. <laughs> a little different. Fargo and Fargo. One letter. Yes. Very different. Very different. Very different. I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. All right, welcome everyone. This is Civically Speaking. I'm Michael Lassley, the Executive Artistic Director. And I'm Tessa Montgomery, the Marketing and Media Manager. And with us today is the first of our staff profilees. I think that may be the way profile. Sure. Yeah, profilees. Julia Bonet, our Director of Development and Administration. That's a big job. It is a big job. I'm very happy to be the first guest on our Meet the civic staff. We're happy to have you. So, I think a lot of people don't automatically know what development stands mm-hmm. for. Administration makes a little more sense to them. Mm-hmm. But so, what what are your primary responsibilities at Civic? Sure. So, um, as the director of development, I am in charge of all of the fundraising efforts for Civic Theater. So that includes individual fundraising, uh, grant writing, which is a huge part of my job. Uh, sponsorships, events, all of that kind of falls under the fundraising development umbrella. Um, It also includes audience development, you know, connecting with our audience. I work a lot with marketing for that and um, ensuring that our our patrons are enjoying themselves and want to come back and, and contribute. So it's all kind of related. Marketing and development work very closely together. And then as uh, administration. I'm responsible for all the administrative aspects of Civic, as well as with you, Michael. I know you do a lot of the administrative work. I mean, you know. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite parts is all the reporting that I do. I do a lot of analysis mm-hmm. with uh, what goes on in fundraising and in ticket buying and sort of our trends and our history. Michael and I, uh, you know, look at all of that to determine the budgets each season. Um, I work a lot with our board of trustees. Um, I go to all the board meetings and the executive committee, committee meetings, and we have a development committee uh, that I work closely with. So there's a lot. As know. with all jobs here at Civic, there's nobody gets just the one. No, Mm-mm. no. And it's, most of us have five or yes. more. Yes, um, which is nice because, again, every day is different. You're not going to get bored or... If one thing isn't, for me at least, if I don't have a specific deadline and there's something that just is not connecting with me today, there's always something else that I can work on. So if I'm writing a grant and I just, you know, get writer's block and cannot come up with this, I can either, you know, switch to something more mathematical that my brain is feeling that day or, you know, go talk to Michael about something administrative. You know, there's always work that needs to be done um so it's it's never boring so if my math is correct you're coming up on your sixth anniversary at yes. civic theater yes i started july 1st 2015. how did you get to civic it was pretty early in your career that you started here i graduated from indiana university bloomington from the kelly school of business in the winter of 2012 and pretty soon after graduation i moved to new york i lived in new york for a year the big apple the big apple <laughs> um i worked for nbc news 
out there, uh, which was great. She fancy. That's fun. Oh so yeah, fancy. that's oh, what yeah. I thought when she told me before. That's that's some fancy stuff right there. Uh, was it, it wasn't very fancy. No, it was not. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And I loved the people that I worked with, but we worked behind the service elevator. We didn't, you know, it was it was kind of like the we the behind the scenes that no one wanted yeah. to see. This, remind, like, this, this, remind, this reminds me of uh, the West Wing. Uh, the first year of the West Wing, there was a character named Ainsley Hayes. She yeah. was the mm-hmm. lone Republican mm-hmm. in this, oh. this Democratic White House. And they gave her an office, and it was in the steam pipe distribution venue. Yes. Oh. It was very nice. It sounds just that glamorous. It wasn't exactly that glamorous. It was just that glamorous. Um, I did have a few celebrity encounters that made me feel Mm. more glamorous. Nice. But I saw Kenan Thompson in the lobby. Oh, nice. Um, It was like this weird moment where I looked at him, and I was like, I know you. We went to high school together. Like, no, that's not uh, it. No. Like, how do I know you? How do I know you? And he um, I'm at, famous? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm in 30 Rock. Like, that should be my go-to. But my brain was like, do we go to college together? Like, oh, no. I know you. And he gave me this look that was kind of like a, hey, like, cool uh, it. Like, be cool. Yeah, because oh, I was staring man. at him, trying to figure out how I knew him. And I was like, oh, that's Keenan Thompson. And then I looked away and kept walking. And so it was always great. I mean, we always had the news on. We were always, like, very up-to-date of what was Force going on. Um, but we worked in the archives, so it was my job as an archivist to go back and find the footage that people were looking for for, like, documentaries or hmm. TV shows. The example I always use is if you've seen Argo, they have real f- news footage from the Iranian hostage crisis. Uh-huh. And that came from... NBC News. Hmm. When I moved back here, I was listening to a podcast, uh, Radio Lab, and they were doing this episode on phone freaks. It was basically where people took like old telephones and they learned uh, the pitches to hack into the phones. Of course. And oh. so they would like sing the pitches back, back to the, the phone, phone. Yeah. and then they could make long distance calls for free, like back before we had, you know, iPhones oh, that can do whatever. Free stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I was listening to it, and I was like, I know this story. Why Why do I know this story? Like, <laughs> this is such a bizarre thing. And it was because um, I, I heard in the podcast, it goes, this is NBC Nightly News, phone freaks. And I went, oh, my God, that's my research. I, I researched that story. And that, <laughs> like, that was so cool that to, like, cool. hear my research cool. on this podcast that I love. And so it was really, really cool. I learned a I learned a lot about history, especially, which I love. But, um, you know, we had footage back to the 1940s, and it was just just fascinating. I, I loved it. But so I lived in New York for a year. I, I did that. And then I, I came home and bopped around for a while. And then... Kelly Butler-Smith, who used to be our Young Artist Program Coordinator, mm-hmm. called me and told me that there was an opening for a development officer position. And she was like, you should, you should apply. She knew I was looking for, um, to work in the arts. And so I reached out to the director of development at the time, Kat Dixon, and the rest is history. Well, even before that, though, you had some time with Civic before you actually got hired here. So what does that look like? When I was 13, I did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat at Marion. Oh, Joseph. I was in the kids' (laughs) chorus. Brent Marty was our 
music director. Indeed. And um, I remember he assigned us all colors to research, and mine was mauve. Mauve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Not mauve. Move. I mean, I can Move. still name all the colors Move. if you'd like me to do it. Yeah. Go. It was red, yellow, green, brown, scarlet, black, ochre, peach, ruby, olive, violet, fawn, lilac, gold, chocolate, mauve, cream and crimson and silver and rose and azure and lemon and russet and gray and purple and white and pink and orange and blue. Yeah. There you go. Whoa. Excellent. But yeah, I um, I really enjoyed that, and and it was great because the the performances. So that year and every year, I think there are three kids courses, and uh, mostly three, sometimes two. Yes. Okay, and um, oh, I figured out what my color was recently, but I can't remember. I oh, what color? What color you were? Uh, you might have been. Hmm. I don't have those written down. I, I mean, you I have them written down somewhere. In the they, you, you, <laughs> boxes yeah. that my parents, my parents Yeah, what she's referring to, for those of you who are listening, is each year, it, no matter how many choirs there are, each of the choirs is assigned a color mm-hmm. designator from the 17 colors. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, then you see, like, the show schedule. Oh, this is this Azure. This is the Azure cast or the gold, gold cast, yeah. the hmm. mauve cast, right. you know. There, wait, we did have a mauve cast once, I really? believe. Yeah, we definitely had a purple cast. I think purple was cast. my year. Yeah. And then we had a purple cast again. Yeah, I, I have used you. I've used azure more than once, purple more than once, gold more than once. Yeah. We, we, you know, it gets a little wonky if you get... Nobody wants to be in the brown cast. Or the fawn. Or the fawn, fawn. cast. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so the, the nights that our, our children's choir was not in the show, I worked backstage. But that was the first place that I ever saw dry ice. Oh, yeah. We used a lot of dry ice in that show, too. Yeah. yeah. I remember someone putting on gloves and taking it out of the styrofoam and, like, showing it to us. And uh, that was pretty cool. So a mere seven years later. Yes. Was that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. A mere so, seven years So seven later. years later, Civic had moved up to Carmel. And I came to see a show in the studio. I can't even remember what it was. But I saw an ad for the Drowsy Chaperone, and I went, oh, um, <laughs> I love the Drowsy Chaperone. I saw it in New York with the original cast. Mm-hmm. I, I went because Sutton Foster was in it, and we were like, I don't know what this is, and we went in not knowing anything. anything. And if yeah. you haven't seen the show, that is the way to do it. It's and true. Like, it's, it's not oh, a show you want. You don't want to know a lot about it. It's yeah. a much better experience <laughs> if you just sort of experience yes. it. Yes. Same with Book of Mormon. I didn't mm-hmm. know any music for Book of Mormon, and you... I mean, man. Oh, it's so good. I decided to audition for the Drowsy Chaperone. And the the director uh, was Ron Morgan, who I had worked with in high school as the choreographer. So that was kind of, as an adult, my, my gateway back into civics. So I played Janet Vandegraaff in 2011, which was an absolute blast and some of the best <laughs> costumes I've ever worn. Yeah, very good costumes. It was a great set. We had a touring set, a national tour set that had all the fancy tricks in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More straight jacket. I mean, you know? like you do. <laughs> yeah. Like it you is do. The dream. The dream. <laughs> Get a straight jacket on stage. Yeah. Oh um, no, that was so fun. And I met so many wonderful people through that. I mean, that cast was stacked. It was, you know, Ian and Natalie Cruz mm-hmm. and Betsy Norton and Paul Hansen. 
and uh, Craig Underwood, Vince Asaturo. Uh, lots of people. Lots and lots of great people. That show opened in September of 2011. Right. And then the next year was A Chorus Line. Correct. Where I was Maggie, and I was driving back and forth from Bloomington uh, for I rehearsals. Mean, I mean, it's better, like to do, better, better to do it in August and September than in December, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like, I only... I only really drove back like towards the end of, of rehearsals and for the show. Right. And then that same season was Into the Woods. Yep. Mm. Um, where I was Cinderella and I, you know, continuing to meet lovely people through that. But then, oh, thank you. <laughs> Caroline. Caroline's over here Caroline, making hand making, gestures. Trying to make little. Yeah. Little. To remind me what show little. I was in. I thought she was telling me to be quieter. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I getting too no, close with No, me? I would have said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then before I interviewed, I auditioned to be in Little Women, Correct. which Michael directed. I did. And that was really the first time I got to know Michael. Yeah. I auditioned for Little Women, um, and then I got hired, or it was it, it was, was like at the exact same time. It was all about the same time. Yeah. I didn't know you were getting hired, so you know, oh. we were, you know, director, director was just casting you and then I'm like oh great oh she's oh all right (laughs) great that's fine um and that was that was great I love that show I love that music it's a good piece of theater when you did a full character breakdown for us yes Mm -hmm. yes I do full analysis Mm -hmm. I was just talking for about an hour at Tessa and Caroline about Mm -hmm. my analysis of Joe March and and how I think she thinks and feels and, you know, what she does. So, no, the next show and the, and the last show that I did was um, Beauty and the Beast at Beef and Boards. I was Belle. And um, that was in 2016. Uh, is that right? Yes. 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 So that was five years was. ago. Five I haven't years been on ago. stage in five years. But. 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 Well, I was <laughs> Matilda. Yes. As Miss Honey. Yes, you are. Um, but you unfortunately, that didn't. Still happen. has not happened. Yeah. It is happening. But it is. It's coming. Yes. That's what happens. It's happening. It's all happening. But before that. But before that, this summer, I am going to be Maria in The Sound of Music at Beef and Boards. Ooh. So we start. <laughs> Caroline is excited. I think Caroline is like, I'm excited, but Caroline, Caroline is really excited. <laughs> about that because there are so many of our junior civic kids who are going to be a part of it absolutely um and i'm you know i don't always get to connect with our junior civic kids i i know a lot of their parents but i'm excited to work with them and um some old friends that i've been you know that i've been involved with civic will be in that carrie neal uh susan smith i think as we go through the uh you know, a lot more of these podcasts, the, our audience will get a sense, if they don't already have a sense, of how small the theater community is here mm-hmm. in central Indiana. We, we, we don't all know each other, but there's a lot of crossover from theater <laughs> to theater and group of friends to group of friends. Yeah, definitely. And Julia and I have a very long history. It's true. Yes. We've known each other a long time. It's true. Mm-hmm. Caroline and I both grew up in Carmel and went to Carmel High School, so... Um, we've known each other for a while. Just a few years. Just a little bit. I mean, if that's important to you. Yeah. 
this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to to be back on stage for the first time in five years. I'm slightly nervous, but mostly excited. So what are you looking forward to this year of reopening that's coming up here at oh Civic goodness. Theater? I mean, I'm really looking forward to having audiences back in the theater. I having an audience in the theater for a performance having a not having an audience in in the, in the theater just changes everything. I mean, the shows that we did this year were great. And Caroline did a bang up job, you know, moving us to virtual and we all learned how to produce a TV show this year and that is never something that I thought I would learn how to do. I don't want to learn anything else. Like we have learned so much this year that <laughs> Just I'm take like, a break I from all that. Break from learning new skills. And I'm just really excited to get back to live performances for a live in-person audience. Um, You know, part of the beauty of live theater is that every show is different and that every audience is different. And the little things that happen that you have to fix in the middle of the show or, oh, the audience didn't react the same way they did this time. And, you know, it's really... It's really been impossible to do our jobs at all this year, how we know them. Um, So I'm really excited to have the audience back and to be able to see our friends, um, you know, our patrons and our sponsors and our donors and our subscribers. I'm really, really excited to see all those people back in the theater again. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that they're ready to come back and they're mm-hmm. so excited and you know I'm so grateful for all the support that we've had this year from our community um, in order to be able to get back to live theater. So I can't wait to see them in person and thank them for everything that they've done for us. Amazing. Well said. Thank you for joining us today, Julia. Yes, I, I hope I didn't talk to you. No, 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 no such thing. No such thing. This episode was about you. It was supposed to be yeah. about you. So, yes. That would be a little weird if you did. So we're going to subject you to our our little barrage of questions. Sure. So I answered these before with Brent, but I'm determined to come up with new answers. New answers. Okay. Okay. I mean, some of them should probably be the same. No. No. The, they will all be new. All right. Okay. And I, I if I don't if I like. If it's like, what's your favorite? I'll be like, okay, well, my second favorite. Or like, whatever. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Then what is your favorite show? So my favorite show is Into the Woods. So my second favorite show is The Jazzy Chaperone. What's your least favorite show? Or your second least? Uh, last time I said Rocky. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God. I feel like you're not the only one. No. <laughs> no that was an experience. Uh, no offense to anyone who... Who worked on it like like they're listening to me um i don't know like every show like has its merits though <laughs> no, um, no 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 I know. Um, no La- ladies and gentlemen julia bonet <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't want to say anything negative all right let's skip this but let's skip this one I'll, I'll okay another favorite okay favorite sound uh my answer last time was a Baseball crack. The crack the, of a bat. Yeah. It's still a good one. It's still it, a good one. I don't different. think you have to change them. Uh-huh. You want to change them? I fine. want to. I want to I have different answers. Um, 
dancers. I thought of another sports sound that I love. Oh, um, an indie car going by. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, that's a good yeah. Point. I love that. Oh, that's a very yeah. Good. I love sports sounds, but I am. I'm, but you're not into sports. No. Yeah, like, I'll watch, I'll watch <laughs> it. Fine. Like, I watch the race. That's, that's mm-hmm. fine. But, um, like, don't put me in a, a soccer field to play. In. In a soccer field. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. What's your least favorite sound? Oh, when when someone gets too close to a microphone without a guard and you hear their mouth noises. Oh, like that. Ugh. I hate that. <laughs> ASMR. Like. Yeah, I don't like mm. ASMR. I don't like it. It's kind of gross. Yeah. It's, it's it gross. I've never understood that. Yeah, like yeah, it's just, it feels kind especially of the eating ones. Like, yeah, no. I don't like that. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what role in a show are you completely inappropriate for at this point in your life, but would still want to do if you could? That I'm actually inappropriate for. Yes. Uh, you said seaweed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it, it was seaweed from seaweed hairspray is before. The number one answer. Seaweed is the seaweed number, is one, number answer. one answer. Seaweed is the number one answer forever and always. <laughs> uh, number two answer would be probably um, I've always like I I love playing a villain. So, probably like, or like a villainous energy. So, like, either like the stepmother in Cinderella, mm-hmm. or um, she's not really, she's not a villain, but she's the darker energy between the two. Um, I'd love to be the chaperone and the Jersey chaperone. Yeah, I don't think that you're, I mean, I think you might be inappropriate at the moment. Yeah, yeah. at this point, at this life. moment, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I probably I think the chaperone. Yeah. I'm not ready yet. Um, I'd also love to play. Um, I know. I would love to be. Well, but they changed it. I would love to be Bobby and Company. Oh, sure. But they. But, but they, there, there is a, a there is a there is a female version. Yes, correct. So I would love love to do that. And we have our bonus question, right? Is that yeah. Right? Bonus question. Wait, let me think of my least favorite show. Oh. Um, or if you weren't in the arts. That's oh, the other yeah. one, isn't it? Oh, if you were in the arts, what else would you do? Yes. I mean, there was Spider Man on Broadway. That must I have been terrible. Spider-Man. Doesn't mean you don't think oh. it's terrible. Um, yeah, you I, can I still do, have a negative opinion. I do <laughs> have one that I've been in, Not and well. I had a great time, but I just don't like the musical Singing in the Rain. Oh, I knew yeah. you were going to say it. We yeah. were just talking yeah. about I know, that. And I'm like trying oh, hard not I don't. To, like, Gosh. Well, like, I'm offended. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, I'm you. deeply no, offended. I, I love no, that I musical. Just, uh, I, there are no. just some really flat parts to it that I wish would have been. Well, it has a it has the same problem that a lot of a lot of movie musicals that you know were movie musicals first and then became stage musicals have, which is the comparison is difficult. Like yeah. you just you can't do those things on stage. Right. Right, and like in the movie, there are some fabulous dance numbers. Yep. Like, yep. love that. Yep. But yeah, I just See, I kind of have this problem about Sound of Music. Yeah, honestly, I think the movie is flawless, and the stage show just can't ever quite Mm-mm. get there. Mm-mm. No, well, Sound of Music was a stage musical first, then a movie, then a stage musical yep. again. But once they did it, yeah, can't. Well, you know, you can't get the. Yep. the I know it wasn't a drone, but the camera the, over the helicopter. Yeah. Maybe we could do it with a drone now. It might be a little. Some, like, it might be a little distracting. We could do holograms. <laughs> oh no! Oh, 
Um, we could, we could. That's all, folks. I didn't suggest it. And that's all, folks. We're done. We're done. Oh, no. So, uh, thank you all for joining us. Next time, we'll talk about what's coming up this summer at Civic Theater, our programming. We have a lot of camps uh, Mm -hmm. coming up and a number of other performances that are happening. Our fundraiser (laughs) is happening later today. Yes. We're very excited. You get your tickets? Mm -hmm. Too bad. But you can still participate in the silent auction. Exactly. Still the silent auction online. We hope you got your tickets because it's going to be a great evening. Yes. And um, that's it. That's it for this show. Um, That's all. I just want to say, I just want to say, I just want to say that the fact that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about is Caroline's fault because she didn't give us. God damn it! (laughs) Yeah, we don't have an outline. It's my fault. I'm, I'm just, you know, knee deep in eight other things, and I'm sorry. It's fine. Don't you worry about it. Until next time, I'm Michael Astley, and I'm Tessa Montgomery, and this is. Civically Civically speaking. speaking.